Let's go. Welcome to the Poptimist. Uh, today we have Zach Lehman, writer extraordinaire. Zach, can you plug your social media? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter uh, at writing Lehman. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Just Twitter. I mean, I'm on Facebook too, but who gives a shit? What about uh, what about Instagram? No, I'm not on Instagram. Why don't you like Instagram? I don't. I didn't say I don't like Instagram. I'm just not on Instagram. Why aren't you on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big picture taker. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about Instagram. Yeah. Well, Zach, you just moved down from uh, from Maine. We moved in together. Yeah. You've been down here about a month now. And yep. for the past couple of weeks, we were sharing a one-bedroom one apartment. Yeah. I was sleeping on a pull-out couch. Neither of us had cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking Ubers to the grocery store. Yeah. We were just desperate. Which and is always nice when an Uber shows up and you have like 10 grocery bags. <laughs> yeah, I know. They suddenly get we very... were totally those guys. <laughs> I know. They suddenly get very not excited to give you a ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can understand. Because then you got to be the guy like, hey, can you open the trunk? You, know, you got to go through that whole thing. <laughs> we went through that exact thing yeah, multiple we, times. Now we both have cars, so things are looking up. Yeah. And we moved it to a two-bedroom now. Yeah, so we're basically fucking... We're killing it. Yeah, you don't have a bed yet, though. No, I don't have a bed. That's a whole thing. I sleep on the floor like a fucking serial killer. Like Patrick Bateman. Clothes strewn <laughs> all over. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and put a mask, like that weird mask on. And just start working out my underwear. <laughs> Listen to old 80s music. Dude, that's a fucked up movie. American Psycho? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that book, too. Would you say the book's more fucked up? I... Dude, I didn't make it through the book, dude. It was too... It was too... It is very, like... Holy shit. Like, it's right, too dry. Let's take me. it down a notch. Yeah. yeah. Very, very smart me. I mean, Brady Sinellis is a great writer, and yeah. that's what that character is, but I'd rather just... That's nope. a good character to see in a movie rather than have yeah. to read in... That's From true. their mind. The one thing I didn't like about the movie was the ending. How it made you think, like, maybe he didn't commit the murders. Like, maybe it was in his head. Uh-huh. Like, come on. Really? You didn't like, like I, it? No, I want to know that he did all that fucked up shit. You don't want to absolve him? Yeah. I want to know he was... Like, what did he do that? Remember he had that woman over? He did something to her. Yeah, he yeah. just... He put that fucking hanger Ooh. in her vagina. Oof. Yeah. That's I mean, if you're going to do that, put your name on it. Like, you know what I mean? Don't say, like, maybe... Don't, don't use a, a psychotic breakdown as an excuse. Yeah, like, that happened. Don't be weak. Oh, that was fucked up. That makes me cringe just thinking about it. It's a, it's a dark fucking movie, dude. Mm -hmm. Jared Leto and Christian Bale. The Joker and Batman. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that before. I forgot Jared Leto was in that. Yeah, dude, he got straight up murdered. He oh, got axe right. murdered. Yeah, yeah. In the head. Yep. Damn, the Joker and Batman. Same Batman game. won. Fuck yeah, he won. He always wins. Always. He beat the Joker before Dark Knight was ever fucking made. I like it. Ben Affleck? Do you think he's still going to be ba uh, Batman? In, like, another movie? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he'll do one more movie. You think he'll do the solo Batman movie? Yeah, I think he'll do one and then he's done. I hope I hope he does it. Because he kind of... You figure you're Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. This dude got shit his whole career. He did. Then he kind of like turned himself into this director and this praised actor. You know, Gone Baby Gone, The Town, Argo. And of course, they offer him Batman. He's like, this is it. This is the next logical step. Like, I'm going to be a superstar now. And then he becomes Batman. He's back to the old Ben Affleck. Just getting shit all the time. Yeah. So you know he's just like, why am I doing this? The movies aren't good. Justice League sucked. You know, Batman v Superman's, you know, mixed bag. I bet he'll do one more. I bet but he'll he do was, one more. He is an awesome Batman. I like him as yeah, Batman. Yeah, I agree. I think he's the closest to the comics. He He's just way more brutal and... But don't you wish, like, they let him do, like, an R-rated Batman? Oh, hell yeah. he's the yeah. perfect guy for that. Like, him and Zack Snyder just go do, like, an R-rated Batman. That would be incredible. Because you know they could pull it off. What about Kevin Smith, dude? Kevin Smith. And oh yeah, I think Kevin. Batman I think Kevin could pull off a R-rated Batman. I'd love to see that. What do you think it would be about? Ooh. Well, he'd probably base it off one of his comics, right? One of his Batman comics, like uh, Cacophony or White. Oh Shire. yeah, That'd be I cool. read um, Cacophony. Yeah, I bet he based it off one of those. Did Did Walt Flanagan um, draw those? Yeah, he drew both of those. I remember I got that from Borders in Brunswick. Borders. Do you remember that Borders there, yeah. dude? That was that was cool, man. Walt was there. I used to go there all the time. That bookstores was a, are dead, man. Yeah. I used to like going into a bookstore and just wandering around. Now they're gone, bro. Dead. Dead in the water. Even if they're still around, they're dead when you walk into them. They feel dead. Because now bookstores have all that. They're, they carry less books and they carry all yeah. that tacky shit now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking magnets and posters and records. Yeah. Bookstores are dead, bro. That was a good borders, dude. Yeah, it was. I I got um in fifty years we'll all be chicks there. When it was that closing Yeah, when it was closing down, do you remember it was closing down a huge book sale? Mm-hmm. I got that book and then well I opened it and I read to see who it was dedicated to, and it said to anybody who Paid full Ooh. price. Ooh. So I read it and I was just like, this, because of the way that this yeah. exact moment played out, I'm buying this book right now. Nice. Because I was buying it, it was like $3 or something like that. It was yeah. listed for 24 or something. Didn't pay the full price. Didn't pay the full price. You that cuck. book was not dedicated to me. Yeah. I bought a lot of Bukowski there. That's where I got all my Bukowski books. Mm. I got Catcher in the Rye there. A bunch of music books. It seems like so fucking long ago. I know. We've known each other for a long time. Now it's not there. I don't think anything's there. I think it's still empty. I don't know. This is Brunswick, Maine that we're talking about. Brunswick, Maine, our hometown. Yep. Shit town. Dude, I I still love Brunswick. I'm just kidding. Brunswick's awesome. Maine was great. I have nothing bad to say about me. It's Dude, really it's, nice it's where... Uh, Brunswick's really nice. You In the Brunswick McDonald's? Yeah. At Cook's Corner? Mm-hmm. What about it? Well, I think... It's I like th- every other McDonald's. The, this particular McDonald's nothing is... Nothing interesting there. ...is one that you... Uh, I have a history you, with? You have a history with, yes. That yeah, you they had got a, banned from. Yeah, I had a restraining order against me. From McDonald's. 
And what exactly did you do? <laughs> uh, this particular McDonald's, uh, I was out one night with a couple of friends. I believe we were smoking weed, but... Allegedly. Allegedly. We may have, I may have also rewritten things in my head so I was smoking weed to justify what I did. To be like, yeah, I was high. But there is a part of me that thinks, I, I almost think I was stone cold sober when I did this. And how old were you? Uh, I had to be 16. 16. I had to be 16. 16? Were you... How fucked up would it be if I was like, I was 20, 22? No, dude, you were, you no, no way that you were 16. How old was I? You had to be maybe 14 or 15. You oh, might have been 14, I dude. I was 15 because I remember because I had I couldn't get like a job afterwards. So, so young. Yeah. A lot of places were like, oh, we can't hire you. Yeah, okay. So, I was 15. So, I was a, I was a freshman. Holy fuck. Uh, so, damn. I might have been stone cold sober. Uh, yeah. So, I was 15 hanging out with some couple buddies. Uh, and Cook's Corner in Brunswick is like just this gathering of a bunch of worthless stores nobody shops at. Yeah, they're all kind of abandoned, aren't they? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, they're just sad. Since since the Navy base closed down, at least. Oh, yeah, for sure. It and, used to uh, be bustling. So we went out. For some reason, we got water guns. These really bright pistols. Yep, from the KV Toys? I think so. I want to say yes. Which is no longer there. No longer there. Uh, they were, like, blue and green, really bright colors. Then we went to Walmart. And we were running around the store shooting people with water guns because that's so funny, not annoying at all. Then we ended up at McDonald's. It's like our last stop of the night. We we're eating, you know, getting some grub on. Yep. And uh, I know that this was my idea, which I feel bad about. I thought it'd be funny to take. We got like two big, two big bags. I took one of the bags and made little eye holes and I put it on my head because I thought it would just be like funny. Uh huh. And then I had the idea, I kind of look like I'm going to rob this place, so why don't we put these bags on our heads and actually pretend to rob this place, because then it would be funny. Like, they'll think it's funny, we'll think it's funny, everyone will have a big fucking laugh. So you decided that you were going to try and pretend to rob this place, and the yeah, people we, we were going to laugh and yeah. think it was a joke. Because we had water guns. So that's, they'd be like, ah, like, that's funny. You know and you mean? didn't think that this would piss them off at all. No, the fact I thought that you would have laugh. water guns. Yeah, I thought it'd be a good laugh. Like, you know, you're working at McDonald's, you're probably not enjoying your day. But the insinuation of this situation, though. It's a water gun. I mean, I thought it'd be... The implication. What's the implication, though? It's just showing that if you if you had a real gun in your hand... <laughs> but we were going to, like, take the bags off and be something like, oh, similar. it was a funny joke, and I thought we'd get, like, free apple pies or something. You know what I mean? That's some 15-year-old shit if I've ever heard I know, it. That's 15-year-old logic. It's embarrassing. So Just pure testosterone. <laughs> so, misguided testosterone. Yeah, just unchecked. So, uh, cool band name alert, by the way. Misguided testosterone. I like that. Uh, so, I convinced these two schlubs to fucking pretend to rob McDonald's with me because, you know... I just bent their will to my fucking, <laughs> my wants. <laughs> so. And why did you, why did know. you do this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that now. <laughs> That's why it's embarrassing because I have no reason. I was just, uh, I guess. 15. I, I just wanted to see what would happen. So anyway, so one of them 
cuts eye holes in a, a bag too and puts puts it on like I do. Another guy goes outside with a video camera because he's gonna film it. Cause he, that's it'll be funny. Like we'll show people after and again, like show us committing a crime. <laughs> Release the videotape. <laughs> so he goes outside. We got our bags on our heads. We got our little water guns. They're fucking full. We turn the corner because we're on. You know, there's the the cash register, and then we're on. You know, the other side of a wall right next to the. <laughs> so we turn the corner. I start to go. This is a fucking robbery! Put your fucking... And before I can get the hands, all of a sudden, some John Cena-looking motherfucker pops up from the back, like way in the back, I catch him. And he starts sprinting towards the cash register. And he looks like... Uh, I mean, he's he's got blood in his, in his eyes. You know what I mean? So the second I see that, I'm like, oh, fuck. And we start bolting. We start running. <laughs> this guy... Chases us like all, and it's the middle of the night. He chases us all around town. We eventually. <laughs> so where did you guys run to? We ran to uh, the. It was like probably like the movie theater was what like a half mile away, quarter mile away. Yeah, not very far. That's at where all. we ended up, and there used to be a restaurant. The Regal Cinema. Yeah, there used to be a restaurant in front of that, and we went inside that Winners. restaurant and hid. And so he didn't find us, and uh, the next, this is the most embarrassing part of the story. So the next day, we're like, wow, we got away with that. That was funny. <laughs> like, that was really, really funny. The next morning, and again, this was my idea. I don't know how. <laughs> like at 15, I just got like all my bad ideas out at once. <laughs> like in one night, I go, you know what would be funny? If we went back to that McDonald's. And I was like, they won't even know who we are. So we can just sit there with the knowledge that we fucked with them the night before. That's kind of sociopath. I know. Yeah, I really am Patrick Bateman. So uh, one friend, he, he went home. Me and the other friend, we went to McDonald's. We don't even make it onto the McDonald's property. Uh-huh. When all of a sudden, their little like garage, their like, loading dock, the door just flies open. And we just see this gang of McDonald's workers with their little fucking, you know, McDonald's insignia on their chest. And they point at us. Including some people that we went to school yeah, with. Yeah, one, per- one particular person that we went to school with who was very much, he was very proud of his job at McDonald's. He was like employee of the month, like two months in a row or something. Oh, God. So they start chasing us. We run again, hide in the same goddamn restaurant. This time it's the middle of the day though. So they're definitely going to catch us. And this was fucked up. So they were chasing us all around Cook's Corner. We're running, we're running, we're running. And do you remember there was a uh, an apartment complex, Perryman? Yes. Perryman was not the most upstanding place. Shit went down at Perryman. Yes. Cops made like nightly trips there. When we passed Perryman, on top of these five McDonald's workers... Other people from Perryman started chasing us. Like, they have no idea who we are. Just these young guys start chasing us. They're just like, oh, these fucks need to get their ass beat, so we're going to jump in, too. So, I lived across the street from Perryman. I made a judgment call. This is, like, the biggest pussy call I've ever made. But I was like, we can keep running. We're going to end up getting caught and get our asses beat. Or I could just run onto my property and be like, fuck you. Call the cops. <laughs> and in my head, again, being 15 years old, I'm like, that'll be the end of it. Because they'll be like, oh, you, you know, it'll be like Scooby-Doo. They'll be like, oh, you rascals. 
So I run. You on, thought it was an invisible force field. That's what I beat thought. Him on a in my head, I thought I could just stop there and be like, "What's up? What's up, motherfuckers?" So we run onto my property. I turn around. I'm like, "Call the cops! What's up? What's up, dude? What's up?" I start acting like big fucking tough fifteen year old. Big Dick Rambo. Yeah, Big Dick Rambo for sure. They do end up calling the cops. <laughs> so, cops show up. We are charged with uh, criminal mischief. <laughs> the whitest crime you can get charged with. <laughs> and we also got charged with vandalism, which is weird. Because uh, this guy said we, we took out knives and like slashed seats. Because there were a couple cut up seats. We didn't do that, though. And we had video proof we didn't do it. But this third guy ended up bitching out. He had like a vacation of Florida and he was like, didn't want to come forward with the video. But it wouldn't matter because if he came forward with the video, it also would have proven we were guilty of criminal mischief. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. So, uh, anyway, uh, we were so... But you owned it though. Yeah. We owned it. Uh, so, the, uh, we ended up making a deal with the cops because we were so young. I thought for a long time I was going to court, and I don't know why I was going to court, because I was like, for some reason in my head, I was like, I'm going to fight this, as if I was going to fucking win, like, <laughs> as if this was like a fucking civil rights case, and I was going to fucking just blow some jury socks off, <laughs> even though I was totally guilty, so I got like a job, and it was t- tough to find a job, because I was only 15, and, but then, uh... Where did you work at? I worked at a retirement home, uh, it was, oh, what was it, what was Thornton that? Hall? No, it wasn't Thor. It wasn't Thornton Hall because Thornton Hall was where everybody worked. I thought I was going to work with people. It was the other one. Thornton like, Oaks. Thornton Oaks. One of them, everybody from high school worked there, and I ended up working at the other one like alone. I only had that job for like two weeks though because uh, the cops ended up sitting me down. They're like, "Hey, listen, we can expunge your record if you go to this like counseling course for eight weeks. It's for like troubled youths." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then they go, "You also need to write an apology letter." to the manager of McDonald's, who's the John Cena-looking motherfucker. I said, yes to the counseling. I'm not writing a letter, though. And they were like, well, you have to write a letter. I was like, I'm telling you right now, you will never receive a letter from me. So you were 15, and they told you, you don't have to go to court. This is all you have to do. Uh, Well, I said to him, I I said at the time, I was like, I'm not... To me... This may sound fucked up, but even today, I'm not really sorry for anything. Yeah. What did I do wrong? You didn't do anything wrong, dude. You were a kid. Yeah. So at the time, even then, I could recognize, like, I'm not fucking apologizing. So anyway, of course, the guy I was with, he fucking buckled like a bitch. He had an apology letter written the next fucking day. (laughs) He even showed it to me, and he's like, can I read your apology letter? And I'm like, dude, I didn't fucking write one. (laughs) So anyway. You stood your ground. And what's funny is... I never had to write an apology letter. Nobody was ever like, I never wrote one. So they were clearly bluffing. They, that was a part of it that they were just like, we're going to, you know, it's like being put in the corner when you're a kid. They're like, you know, prove a lesson to him. Anyway, so I go to this counseling course. You said, fuck you. It's at uh, the Freeport Police Department. Have to go for eight weeks, once a week. This was at my summer. This was how I spent my summer. And it was embarrassing because people were there for some pretty hardcore shit. You know shit. what? I'm starting to think back to this right now, and I'm remembering this part of it, too. Because yeah. that was when we were really first starting to be friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were there for some serious shit. One guy was there because he had started a, a drug ring in his school. One guy was there, I think, because he threatened to kill his mom with, like, a butter knife or something. And, like, there was some really intense shit. These guys had, like, fucking problems. And then they'd get to me and my buddy and they'd be like, so every week you'd have to say what your crime was, why you were there. 
So we'd have to be like, you know, criminal mischief. And they'd be like, oh, what do you mean? We'd be like, we pretended to hold up a McDonald's with water guns. And what's funny is they had, uh, they had like counselors there who were just volunteers. And one woman, it was her last week there. And she actually told us, she was like, she was like, you know what? She's like, there's not enough laughter in this world. You guys try to bring some laughter. (laughs) And what's funny is she actually, when we had a break, she came back, she apologized. They must've talked to her and been like, yo, you can't be fucking endorsing. But anyway, so yeah, eight weeks record was expunged. Although when they when your records expunged, they act like it's it doesn't exist. It does because later, when I joined the uh, the military, they found it. My recruiter called me in one day. He's like, "So you like McDonald's?" And I was like, "No," and I tried to not tell the story, but he already knew. He pulled he pulled the shit out. Did he, he think it was funny? Yeah. Yeah, he thought it was funny. He pulled out the police report, and I was like, oh, shit. I thought I'd never have to acknowledge this, but I do. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, yeah. And then I was, uh, they had a restraining order against me for a year. That was another part of the whole thing. So I couldn't go back for a year. Will you ever go back? No. But I think I did go back once after that year was up. But I did, out of principle, I, I, I tried to avoid that McDonald's as much as possible. So how did it all end? That's it. My crime was expunged. It's all history. Restraining order for a year was dropped. Went through the counseling. Now it's just a memory. One of the many dumb things I've done. What did you learn from it? Nothing. I'd do it all over again. (laughs) (laughs) If I could, you know, like that's one thing they did in the counseling session. They'd be like, they asked you to like, uh, replay it in your head and like what would you do differently what better decisions you would make and I was always like the only better decisions I would make is A I wouldn't have ran home like a fucking push bag I would just turn around and be like come on motherfuckers and just fucking <laughs> taking a beating and then uh, the only other thing I would have done is not go back the next morning those would have been wise decisions yeah but I don't give a fuck I didn't learn shit from it that's why I didn't write the fuck... Maybe if I had wrote, written the apology letter, I would have learned something. But I didn't. This world needs more laughter, Zach. <laughs> That's what that lady said, man. Who is better? The Beatles or Nickelback? That's fucking easy. I've never been asked a more easy question in my life. Nickelback. Why Nickelback? Why not Nickelback, dude? The Beatles... Talk about overrated. They are... If someone asked me who's the most overrated band of all time, the Beatles. And yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Why are they overrated, though? They change music, blah, 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 blah. Yellow Submarine, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? This is the band that we're like, oh, they're life-changing. They sing songs like Yellow Fucking Submarine, and I'm not even saying I don't like the Beatles, because I do like the Beatles, like Paperback Writer and shit. They have some really good songs. But as far as, like, holding up, I don't think they hold up. Really? No, I don't think they hold up at all. Wow. Yeah. You think they sound very of the times? Mm Mm-hmm. Big time. I think they sound like fucking flower power bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Who knows? So, fuck. The Stones. Love the Stones. The Stones... Okay, so here's a perfect example. People always go, Beatles or Stones... A lot of people say the Beatles because, again, I get it. Beatles changed music. They changed the way music was, you know, recorded and stuff. 
the Stones, I would definitely say, are better than the Beatles because the Stones are not of their time. You can take any song by the Stones and it still fucking hits you. You know what I mean? It's relevant to any period in time. The Beatles are very much like a time capsule to me. Yeah. And that's why Nickelback is better than them. And you know what? And Nickelback, here's the thing about Nickelback. Nickelback knows they're the most hated band on earth. That guy Chad Kroger, whatever his name is, he knows they're the most hated band on earth and he just accepts it. You fucking listen to an interview with fucking Paul McCartney, that dude's head is so far up his fucking ass, he doesn't know which way is up. That's a quite a controversial stance, Zach. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'll rock out to fucking Nickelback any day of the week. Will I rock out to Beatles any day of the week? Fuck no. You gotta, be, so- you gotta be in a Beatles mood? Yeah, big time. And even if I'm in a Beatles mood, I can only listen to like two Beatles songs and then I'm done. I don't give a fuck who knows it. I don't give a fuck. Nickelback is better than the Beatles. They have way... I would listen to a whole Nickelback album before I listen to one Beatles song. Really? And I, again, I'm not saying I hate the Beatles, and I'm not saying I love Nickelback, but I'm definitely saying Nickelback is better than the Beatles. That's what's up. Pound, have, pound for pound, Nickelback is better than the Beatles? Oh, yeah. Music is subjective. Fuck yeah. And I guess the reason they're a good comparison is because the Beatles... It's automatically accepted that they're like the greatest band on earth. Yeah. Nickelback, it's automatically accepted they're the worst band on earth. Yeah, that's true. I don't like that. That's the other thing I don't like about the Beatles is there's this, there's already this notion when they're mentioned that you can't say anything bad about them or you're an asshole. Yeah. Nickelback, there's already this notion that you can't say anything good about them or you're you're an an asshole. asshole. Yeah. So, anyway, fuck the Beatles, Nickelback. Avatar. Or Jonah Hex? Uh, Jonah Hex, easily. And we're talking 2010 Jonah Hex with Josh Brolin. Yes. Yeah. Jonah Which Hex. was a critically panned, panned Hated. Universally hated movie. Made no money. I don't even put it up as a good film. It's an ambitious film. That's all fucked up. Shot, shot in two weeks? Yeah, reshot in like two weeks. <laughs> but I still, I like Josh Brolin in it. I think the movie is, a, like the first half of it's pretty cool. The first half is a lot like the comic. The comic book is really cool. Uh, Avatar, though, is a fucking piece of shit. I don't fucking like that movie. Either. Avatar might be the worst movie I've ever seen. It was the hardest movie to get through. I don't even know why I finished it. I it's, think it took it's me just four visually tries. a beautiful... But it's only visually beautiful if you see it in theaters. Yeah. That's why people fell in love with it, because it was the first, like, 3D movie. It was one of the first 3D movies. Yeah, that's right. It just hit at the right time, and I guarantee when they put out those other Avatar movies, they're going to Yeah. I I bet they're they're going to lose, like, all that money. Because James Cameron is getting so ambitious with talking about these fucking movies. And he's stuck in his own head, dude. I think he thinks that they're going to make as much money as the other yeah. Avatar movies. Because Avatar's irrelevant now. Who talks about Avatar? No Who one. gives a shit about Avatar? No one cares. And the story's so... I mean, people already point this out all the time. The story's so derivative. It's Pocahontas. It's Dancers with Wolves. Yes. It's, it's weird. And you know what else is weird about that movie? Do you remember... he? So he was... If I remember this right, he was a human... Who turns into a big blue guy. Yeah. And then he fucks a big blue girl. Yeah. But he's still technically human, right? I think so, Would yeah. it have been weird if he was a human and he fucked the big blue alien? Yeah, because that's the whole point of, like, the Avatar, right? It's because right. they're... 
projected into this creature thing. See, that's the other thing I didn't like about that movie, is it fully embraced the idea of escapism. The yeah. idea of, like, it created this world that was, you know, in some people's opinion, better than our world, and then it sold this idea of you can just become a better version of you. You don't even have to be human. You can be a big blue guy that fucks big blue girls. That's... And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That's where humanity is headed, dude. Oh, big time. There are people who, if you said to them, would you want to be a fucking avatar and live in fucking avatar land, they'd take that, they'd take you up on it right then and there, which I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like, and James Cameron's whole career is based on that. He never has anything to say. It's always just pure escapism, which it's like, that's the same thing. Pure escapism is the same thing as just taking a drug. Yeah. I don't need that because drugs exist. Why do I need that in my movies? You know what I mean? I yeah, Jonah Hex over Avatar for sure. I've probably seen Jonah Hex like ten times. I I watched it with you. I watched it with you and Kurt. Yeah. Shout out to Kurt Riley. Yeah. I uh, I show people Jonah Hex, but it's a very hard movie for them to understand like why I'm showing it to them because it's not a great movie. But it's so batshit and so convoluted that I'm just like, there's just something about it that sticks with you. I would love to see them remake that as you know. $5 million R-rated Western. Josh Brolin can come back because he's amazing as Jonah Hex. Yep. He's got some fucking star power now, right? Deadpool. Yeah. Avengers. I'm fucking Sicario. excited for Deadpool. I'm excited for Deadpool. Did you see Sicario? No, I didn't see it. Oh, fuck. What is it about? You gotta see it. It's about... Well, it's, on, it's set on the border. So it's all about just this, uh, you know, crimes on the border and like all the the shit that goes down but anyway a sequel's coming out this year so he's got a big year he's got Avengers Sicario 2 and then he's got Deadpool 2 yeah those are huge movies two of them come out in May and the other comes out in like June that's crazy and remember he was persona non grata for a while yeah he was a child star and they couldn't get any fucking work for a while now he's like one of the biggest stars on the planet yeah that's the way it goes He's a great actor. I'll bet he listens to Nickelback. You think so? I think he does. He looks like it. He looks like he's got a little white trash in him. That's what I like about him. I think he would have made a great fucking old grizzled Batman. Yeah, he would have. He would have been a good alternate choice to Ben Affleck. But I'm glad they didn't end up doing Batman with him because he got to do so much other cool shit. Yeah. Like Sicario never would have happened. Avengers, who gives a flying fuck about, but Deadpool would never would have happened. Deadpool's gonna be a that's a long con, dude. Cable, you figure that's like Deadpool 3, X Force, that's a big, big commitment. Yeah, he looks fucking ripped for that movie. Yeah, dude, lost steroids <laughs> at his age. Yeah, probably. He's like 50 years old. At a certain age to get that ripped, I think you gotta take some steroids. Romeo and Juliet or Fight Club? Fight Club. What do you say? Fight Club. I say this as a writer, as somebody who gets paid to write. I hate Shakespeare. I hate everything Shakespeare writes. I think he's a bum. I what? think he's a bum, and I think his books suck. <laughs> Why do you think he's a bum? Well, first off, there's a whole conspiracy theory that Shakespeare didn't even write anything. But that's for another time. No, tell us cons- conspiracy. I don't know. Theory I'm right saying now. it's for another time because I actually don't know enough about it off the top of my head. But there is a theory that he didn't actually write any of the plays that 
we think he wrote. Um, yeah, dude, fuck, fuck Shakespeare. I mean, as stories, he was a great, he did come up with brilliant stories. Do you look at like Othello or Macbeth and just the stories overall? They're definitely... They translate. Yeah, they today. definitely translate. Romeo and Juliet, I'd say a little less. Yeah. But, they, again, they're very much of their time, dude. I don't know why. I get, like, teaching those stories, but just as pieces of writing, they are so of their time, there's so little you can take from them now. And some people, they want to be, you know, fucking... They want to be fucking smarty pants, fucking writers. They're fucking checkered jackets and they're fucking loafers and blah 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 and they want to be like oh you know Shakespeare blah, 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 blah. nobody likes Shakespeare there's not one person on earth who likes Shakespeare and if you say you like Shakespeare like you like reading Shakespeare you're a fucking liar that's definitely a, a strong stance nobody likes Shakespeare dude nobody likes reading Shakespeare that's all there is to it going line for line through his plays nobody enjoys that no maybe some British assholes that's about it. But if you're an American, you don't like reading Shakespeare. If you do like reading Shakespeare, you're not an American. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Read some David Mamet, you asshole. East Nashville Confessions time. Okay. Is this a scary one? Are there any spooky ones? Or sexy ones? What do we got going on? My ex gave me herpes. I found out... I had it after I had already been with my now husband. Ooh. My ex didn't tell me he had it, nor did Ooh. I know he had been cheating on me before it was too late. My husband loved me, and I stuck by my side through it all, but sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like maybe I would be better off alone because now I'm infected and gross. I feel so tainted. I have something incurable because my ex lied and cheated. How is that fair? That's fucked up. Would you, if you were with a woman, you guys have been together for a while, like moved in together, you're, and she told you like, hey, I just found out I have herpes. What would you thought, would you, would you care? Would you trust her? Would you, what would you do? Instantly have to break up. Really? Oh yeah. Even in that situation where she's like, I found out my ex gave it to me and I didn't know. Or would you not be able to trust that? I wouldn't trust that. Oof. If if I could potentially be infected with herpes, then then all bets are off. Well, and also, yeah, that's that. What's kind of fucked up is if you stay with that girl, that's got to be the girl you're with the rest of your life, because you're definitely getting herpes. Yeah, you're definitely. I mean, if you're in a committed relationship, that's like a grenade that I would never just want to take for somebody else. Oof. That's rough. Because man. what if you break up, dude? Then guess what? You got herpes. <laughs> you were with someone that you fucking yeah. broke up with. I don't know. You willingly man. got it from. That's Fuck tough. that, dude. That's so tough. I mean, time to time to go back to the drawing board. That's that's my philosophy. I mean, you would have to be head over heels in love to be like it doesn't matter to me. But I would I would also feel like a dick like walking away, being like, you know, because it's not her fault. No, it's not her fault, but. I'm not going to leave it up to chance. Yeah. I can't blame you for what you're saying. I don't know. That's really messed up. Is, is it fucked up that I think she purposely infected her... <laughs> her husband to trap him? 
Like, she infected him, and then she was like, hey, I have herpes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty sick. Because, A, she's posting this. Right. B, I don't know. The way it just reads, something's off about it to me. <laughs> Like, it's a little planned. That's pretty cynical. If she did that, I would be... I'd be pissed. Well, okay, so what if she did that to you? She gave you herpes. You already have herpes. And then she's like, look. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay this out. I, dude, I would absolutely... Especially break up with her then. Why? You already have herpes. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck that. If someone willingly and knowingly gave me herpes on purpose... Yeah, but you're already infected. Why don't you just be like, all right, let's just have herpes No, sex. no fucking way. <laughs> Dude, that's gotta be fucked up having herpes, and because every relationship you get in, like, you have to tell them, right? You have to be like, "Hey, I've yeah, I've herpes." And also, oh. herpes doesn't like it. It can pop up, like you can get like a cold sore on your lip or something. Yeah. Oof. Good thing I have a beard to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, baby, I don't have herpes. <laughs> don't worry about it. I just, I just cut myself trimming my beard yeah, this yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> I just cut myself shaving. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's messed up, man. I, I don't I don't even know what I'd do in that situation. Because I feel really bad for her. But at the same time, I can't blame someone for walking away from that. It's a bad situation. Okay, here's the, here's the final one. I am so afraid to get older and eventually die. I get this awful <laughs> feeling in my stomach and a tingle in my head and it freaks me out. I try not to, but it always comes back. That's the whole thing? Yeah. I Put, think, puss hole of the week right there. I think this person has extreme anxiety. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this person, does it say? Uh, no, it doesn't say. It doesn't say if it's male or female. I either. guess if that was like an 80-year-old man, I can understand it. But if this is just, you know, a 20, 30-year-old person, they're like, can't handle the thought of dying, like, welcome to living, bitch. You're gonna die. <laughs> All of you are gonna die. It's just a waiting game. You're just waiting to die. You're born, <laughs> and your only purpose on this earth is to die. If you can't handle that, pff, I don't know what to fucking tell you. You can't change it. Why worry about it? That's fucked up. You have to have extreme anxiety if you're just sitting around and you're like, shit, I'm going to die one day, and you just start freaking out. Then you feel like you're about to die. Yeah. You just gotta what, can, what, can they, what can they do to, to change that mentality? Drugs. Drugs. Start doing drugs. Start drinking a lot of alcohol. Start smoking a lot of weed. Uh, don't go harder than cocaine. But definitely introduce some drugs into your life. Pills I hear are good. Mushrooms. I don't think that guy should take mushrooms. I think this guy should absolutely. I don't think he should take, take mushrooms. mushrooms. I feel like he'll freak out even more. That's what he. That's what he or she yeah, needs. True. I'm assuming it's a guy. You think so? Yeah, I feel like. I feel like women are a little more accepting of the whole death thing. I think guys are a little more in their head, you know? Ooh. I think that's definitely a guy. Guys have this, like, ego thing. They're like, I'm gonna die. Oh. <laughs> There's gonna be an earth without me. Oh. <laughs> what will they do without me? Yeah, that's definitely a guy. Yeah, but he's, you're, you're I, right. You're I mean, right. come on, dude. You're having that much anxiety. You even post that online. What a pussy. Because you're, you're seeking comfort about it. That's a pussy, dude. He definitely needs mushrooms. I would not... I definitely recommend drugs, but I don't recommend mushrooms. Why not the mushrooms? I'm not endorsing mushrooms to this guy. I feel like with that high of anxiety, I don't... 
I don't think mushrooms would be good for him. But I say that as... That's what I feel like someone who has a lot of anxiety needs. You could be right, dude. I don't know. You fucking dose someone, dude. You're just like... <laughs> you go into another reality. I Yeah, but this guy can't even handle this reality. You know what I mean? Good. It's going to throw him off. He needs to start fixing It's going to take reality. him out of his own head and put him in another plane of he existence. He needs to fix this reality before he starts jumping mm. to different fucking if, realities. If he does that, then it, it's going to fix this reality. He's going to snap the fuck out of it. I guess so, dude. I don't know. It would be funny if this guy was like really old, though. Because if you're really old, I can totally understand that. Because once you reach a certain age, once you reach an age where you can just die and no one would ask any questions, <laughs> like you can just go to bed and if you die, like people are like, oh, he just died. You know what I mean? Like, like Clint Eastwood. If Clint Eastwood died, no one would ask any questions. No one would be like, oh my God, how'd he die? They'd be like, well, he was just fucking old. So if you're that old, if I'm at the age where I'm like, shit, like every time I go to bed, I'm like, I might not wake up and like, it wouldn't be a surprise. I'd be freaking out too. I'd have anxiety. Or maybe at that point you're so old, you're like, I don't give a fuck, bring it on. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're just like, I hope I don't wake up. That's, yeah. And that's where we should end it. All right. That's the perfect end. Embracing death. <laughs> Zach, thank you for coming on.